The 12th Level Intellects podcast is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Visit watchtowerdatabase.com for more podcast episodes, videos, comics, artwork, and pretty much anything DC Animated Universe you can think of. Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. Okay, well, that's part of the podcast. You froze on me. I don't As know if always. it worked. Did that Am work? Am I still frozen? No, not anymore. Oh, did you well, clap yeah, I did clap. I okay. always clap. All right, then I think it worked. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> So, what's going on, dude? How you been? Hey, I'm good. I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. Why did Happy you specify alive. that? Because <laughs> I, I went on a hike the other day and I fell in a river with oh. an 18-foot waterfall and then a 10-foot waterfall and then a 6-foot waterfall and I slid all <laughs> down all three of them back to back in the span of like three. No, it was like probably a minute and a half. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Was Lucky it a, to not was have a, a spinal experience? injury. Yeah. No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not trying to swim. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine, like, how. Okay, you've. Uh, this isn't the first time I'm hearing this, but uh, oh, I mean, yes, it is. Oh my gosh, uh, what? How far off the like above the river were you to fall into the river? Like, were you up on like a cliffside? No, like I how? was like, so it took, it actually was like kind of tough to get to the river just okay. because I was kind of higher up on some rocks. So I finally got to the point where the river met the rocks I was at and I went to rinse my hands and it happened Hello, to rocks just be, Whoa. right, it was like <laughs> just a couple of feet up from that 18 foot waterfall and I should definitely have known better. <laughs> did you did you shout cowabunga as you were falling I did in? not have time Damn to it. shout. <laughs> by, the time, by the time I was there, I, I realized well, you're going to have to go back and I, try again. I'm about two or three seconds from going down this 18 foot waterfall. Sweet. <laughs> I did, the when you described how they were, what did you call them? Class five waterfalls is, yeah, that's the highest rapid that you can do yeah. without yeah. dying. Nice. But you can die <laughs> if you're not careful. You can die on, by breathing so. a tiny amount of water. So the I know that, yeah. I know some people out there probably wouldn't miss graphic content, but you know, <laughs> I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm here hey, for another episode. You, got, you have an audience. It's there. <laughs> There's some people. If you're yeah. listening to this and you watch graphic content, you're you're our favorite. Fan. yeah and i you, will keep making you. episodes for you because i'm alive to do it. <laughs> yeah maybe this is a eye-opening like yeah i'm surprised that this didn't become like a you oh i had a near-death experience i've realized you know the watchtower I database thought about posting about it on facebook but then i was like you know what i'd rather not yeah talk about it as much as i don't know I hear people are gonna ask too many it. questions but yeah <laughs> but, but yeah, you didn't have a, you know, I, I'm really going to, I'm just going to need to get, get rid of things that are cancerous in my life. I, you know, I had, Oh, I've been doing that close. for the last couple of weeks already. <laughs> oh, so where, where am I on the list? <laughs> oh yeah, we're about, and I mean, you know, this is episode 50. This is a big milestone. No, this is 49. We, oh, 50. I thought we did 49 last time. Let me make sure. I'm, <laughs> I think we're at 50. I'm the big five oh not convinced Let i'm me checking see. my um i'm checking google drive well oh, episode 50 of oh, what show james you're right no What's no no. this oh. is episode 49 of the 12th level intellects <laughs> are you I'm, sure i'm very sure i have a folder episode 50 48 is 
uh, from the 2nd of August. <laughs> and then that, we didn't that do... That would have um, been about two weeks ago. Yeah. Ish. And then 49 is the folder I saved uh, your talk with Rome in. So... I'm 90% okay. sure it's 40. Okay. All right. <laughs> but all right. either so way, we're on episode it's, a, it's a number that's higher than maybe <laughs> we thought we'd get to when we started. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But yeah, the, I'm James and that's Ted and he died, but not really. Hey there. Ted's um, dead. That's, that's thing. the new it movie. rhymes, yeah. so it must be true. And James is... Mm, Fames. There you go. Famous Jameis is famous. Too bad Ted's Ted's not famous though. No, I'm on IMDb. I bet my star meter. I'm on IMDb too, man, because I put myself there. Actually, I bet my star meter is lower than yours because it's better to be lower. Really? Yeah. Let me find that. This is what people come here to listen to: is me typing in Ted to see who star meters. Oh, producer of the Replica Raid. Wow. Yeah. Writer on Virality. Wow. That movie's trash. Um, Oh man, <laughs> that movie that you've seen. Uh, I wrote you, it. So yeah, <laughs> you. What's the? How, where is, where's the star meter? What is this? C rank? Oh, that must is be that... an IMDb Pro thing. You're not a pro. Oh no, I'm not. Oh. I can see your so... rank though, and you are down two hundred ninety-six thousand this week. So good fucking job. <laughs> hey, it's not seven digits. Uh, let's see, down? James Strecker. Just... Oh, my rank has gone up four million this week. So yeah, but screw you. <laughs> up? Or, I don't know I mean... what my star rank is. You'd have to look because you're a pro and I'm not. But wow. at least I'm famous. What are we talking about today? We're talking about you and Rome. The Dark Crystal. We're talking about the Dark Crystal. Yeah, who's yeah, Rome? Me and, Explain Rome. Me and my buddy Rome Widenhouse. So he he actually was my DP on the first Replica Raid. Movie. Wow. That you just it mentioned. all comes full circle. <laughs> and then he was my editor on the second Replica Raid movie. Excuse We've done a couple me. other film projects together. We're working You're... on a music video right now for a band called Wyla. Music video is called Elevator Went. Cool. So that's uh, that's Rome. For he he plays guitar and has a band called uh, ZZ. And is um, it like ZZ Top? No, like ZZ, like the demon. You have to look. Up I your don't know. Oh my god, I'm typing too many things. How do you <laughs> how do you spell that? What is the, I think it's like a demon of fertility. Let's see. Let's look it up. Z. Okay, when I spell it Z-I-C-E-Y, I just get some uh, Twitter... You gotta look in the ne- Necronomicon. Well, anyway, That's you guys, not what talked, this about, you guys talked about <laughs> the Dark Crystal Netflix series today. that is coming out. When is yeah, that coming the Dark out? Crystal. It's at the end of the month. I think it's okay. the 31st. Okay, yeah. and then so uh, you also talked Crystal about the original prequel. movie. Yeah, right? so yeah. we watched the original together. Okay. And then we talked about it. <clears throat> and... um. That's some really fun theories. You should. That's gonna be in the middle of this episode. Yes. I am pretty convinced that the um, Skeksis from Dark Crystal, they yeah. these giant bird monsters. Yeah. I think they are either going to evolve into Gonzo from the Muppets, <laughs> or Gonzo is their precursor. And Isn't, he Gonzo's an alien. So yeah, is so that... are the Skeksis. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking yeah. maybe you were these they have were really like similar ancient... noses okay, and similar right. little feathers on their head, <laughs> and they're both. I mean, the guy who played Gonzo in the Muppets yeah. was one of the biggest forces behind uh, Dark Crystal, right? Which I forget his <laughs> which name. Jimothy Henson. 
No, no Jim it's not. It's yeah. actually. Um, hold on, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the actual guy's name because we're half just, of this, this show on uh, audience just is just us looking up things. <laughs> yeah, this is the looking up episode. Um, his name was David Odell. He was okay. the screenplay. That does not ring a bell. Well, but that's Gonzo's Gonzo. voice. Okay, I'm pretty sure I'm double checking, so I don't lie. Or maybe Gonzo's voice and lie? Gonzo's puppetry are I different might have people. lied. I lied on that one. Hold on. Mm. Lying's a just, sin, Ted. Just like my um my episode on uh, Black Hammer that came out the other day. I said yeah. Abraham slam. <laughs> I said smash and said slam. And I, I, said, I said I meant to say the Parazone, but I said like Proto Realm. Yeah, Proto Realm, like yeah. Which is like <laughs> I, I thought about correcting that one ups. too, but then I did I wasn't positive that I, I was that you were wrong about that. But yeah, I, I had a lot of fun just putting uh, slam, slam, slam <laughs> on screen. Dave Go- Goals. Dave Goals is okay. Gonzo. And he was oh, also bl- in Dark Crystal. I believed you the first time, I'll believe you this time too. So. This one's right. The last one I just said was correct. <laughs> okay. So. Is he alive by. still? I didn't check. Huh? God, make me damn it! Page <laughs> All right, let's see. Do you want to place bets? Uh, yeah, I don't think he's. Yeah, alive. he's alive. Damn no, it! He's alive. <laughs> on, I was. Everyone, you want to place bets? Let me dies. tell you this immediately. It's not a death episode, James. This okay. is a survival episode. This is an episode of Champions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, Spider-Man? What's a Spider-Man? The does, it, does he MCU? Does he not MCU? Who right knows? now, he's not MCU. Yeah, but by the time you're listening to this, it'll be he might fixed. Again. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Renner posted on Instagram today, basically being like, "Please, thank you, Sony. Please, we want we want to keep our Spider-Man." Oh, really? Please, sir, may no. I have another? May <laughs> Please, have another Mr. Spider-Man? Sony. <laughs> well, that yeah, there's a lot of memes. There's a lot of like you know Spider-Man turning into dust from Infinity War, yeah, and stuff. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you think is gonna happen? Well. Seeing as it's uh, Wednesday, August 21st <laughs> at this moment in time, and currently it's not... Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. I was talking. Uh, whoopsie. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I should have known. My, my, yeah. my drink there. Your Chick-fil-a. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't either, but yeah, I sometimes eat the food. Uh, God, Spider-Man, he's uh, he's currently, <laughs> the current situation is that maybe he's gone. I don't know. I don't think, I I think, well, I was going to say maybe Sony's smart enough to not do that, but they're not. Uh, they're, they're not. They should know by now that if they take Spider-Man back, no, like, there could very well be, I thought about this earlier, there could very well be like a, a uproar of like, don't go see the new Spider-Man movie from like people, That's from like M- MCU people. I know, but I mean like, it'll, like if they can at least make it barely make any money or something, like maybe that would be, I don't know. I, but I'm yeah. still going to go see it though. Like, <laughs> That's the problem. I solve Venom. And I'm interested Correct. in seeing it, especially after the episode that we did where you described, <laughs> described the, whole movie the entire movie. Yeah. So, but I saw Venom 2 is being directed by Andy Serkis, and that's okay. really interesting news. Um, he yeah, has okay, directed other that. things before. He was Gollum in Lord of the Rings, but he also was like a B-unit director on The Hobbit. Yeah, he's uh, he's in uh, the Black Panthers. <laughs> he's the, he the claw. One of You're the scared of the claw. People, one of the top people to have for CGI. Yeah. So, but does that mean that he, well, 
did Tom Hart? I guess you wouldn't know, but did Tom yeah, Hardy? They would do, keep Tom Hardy. So no, but I mean, already... did did he do the motion capture for Venom in Venom One? Oh, I'm sorry, I was thinking Tom Holland, different Tom. <laughs> no, I was they're keeping say Tom, Tom Holland. Hardy. Yeah. Tom Holland's gonna stay mm-hmm. if Sony does another Spider-Man yeah. movie, but they're just gonna ignore everything about the MCU and just. I guess so. Yeah. But <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> College. No Stark Tech. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can... hope they don't do that. It would be very stupid on somebody's yep. part. Yeah, I wonder if Tom Hall, um, Tom Hall would probably do it yeah, for money. You, I but... mean, he would do it for money. That's what that's he's what an actor. We do. That's why we do this YouTube channel. <laughs> we do it for money. Uh, we do it for only the money and nothing else. The um, love of the intellect. What is something with Venom that? Made me. Oh, I should do. I should take the audio from my description of the movie to you, and just edit the movie to fit that <laughs> description, <laughs> so that you can watch. You can just play that. That'd be great. So that you don't have to actually watch the whole movie. You should insert that into the podcast where I just yeah. mentioned it, and just have have it sped up like four <laughs> extra times. Time, just go yeah. through really fast. <laughs> Funny chipmunk well, sounds. What else hope, is newsworthy? I hope Disney and Sony make a deal to to keep yeah, them in the MCU yeah. for at, at least through the end of the contract that they had. So, which is another any... solo Spider Man movie and two right. more Avengers movies. Yeah, maybe? two. I think two more Spider Man movies, maybe. Oh, okay. I think it was just three total, three solo okay, ones wow. and three Avengers. So he might be. I don't know. We'll We're see. experts, so. Obviously. I think uh, that's the I only thing the I read Sony hacks on for... WikiLeaks a few years ago. So yeah, you did. Works. Yeah. <laughs> I know their ins and outs completely. I know you can go on WikiLeaks and search, search Spider-Man Sony, and it's a, it's a read. It's fun. <laughs> like you can just look it up. It's just there. You can look up it, Hillary Clinton. Clinton emails. Yeah, you can do that too if you want to. <laughs> Honestly, though, the uh, um, oh, it's the oh, what is it? Never mind. That's okay. off topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not. Uh, that's the only thing I had for news because it's the, like been the biggest thing. What about Crisis? What about Kevin? Uh, oh yeah, Boy? everyone's been wanting us. It's been so long between podcast episodes that I forgot <laughs> what happened. Uh, that's why you uh, jot the news down yeah, as it happens, and then you, when this comes, I've got a full you, list of things. Do I? I mean, it's not a big list. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bruce or Bruce Wayne is Kevin Conroy in the. Uh, Crisis yeah. on Infinite or CW crossover. There's some uh, sort of parallel universe. Yeah, it's unclear whether it's Maybe a different Batman. Earth or if it's future of normal Earth or if it's what is it? Batwoman's so, Earth. Yeah, could be cool. And Burt Ward is going to be an old Robin. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess that remains to be seen of what his like. He's... If he's gonna be in a, if he's gonna be in spandex, if he's gonna be just an old How guy. How old is he now? Like, I'm looking at. I'm it's just, odd, it's just odd to me. I'm sure that they've got a plan, but it's odd to me that Burt Ward and Kevin Conroy are gonna both be playing like different old versions of different versions of Batman yeah. characters. So like, you could either have an old Burt Ward. Like, I feel like you can't have Burt Ward in a Robin costume. So you have to have Burt Ward just like sitting in his library in his home. And he's just, mm, I used to be Robin, but you. Then what else? Then what are you going to do with Kevin Conroy? Is he going to be yeah. literally in a Batman suit? Is he going? <laughs> Burt Ward is seventy four. Yeah, I'm not trying to see a seventy four year old in little pixie boots and. Well, and not whatnot. yeah, not now. <laughs> I'm not really trying to see anybody in. You know, you won't I mean, be trying depends. to, but it'll happen to you yeah, at some you point in your know. life. 
I want to see him in more of like an Earth Two outfit where he's got like the the long uh, leggings. And he's that more could like be kind of cool. Looking Robin with the gray. Yeah, because he's got like the gray temples going on. Yeah, that could actually be because isn't Earth Two Robin like eventually a mentor to like a younger Batman or something like that? Or where something he's like, like a, that. Yeah. So it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's prediction is that, that Kevin Conroy is going to literally be like Batman Beyond Future Bruce Wayne. There's a that's Photoshop a, yeah, of him say. with like Ace and the Batman Beyond suit in the background and stuff floating around. And a lot of people have seen that and think it's real, but it's definitely not. It's a it's a photo of Kevin Conroy's face from like a press interview that's very easy yeah. to find. So it's, but it, I mean that would be cool, but I'm I'm sure that it'll be completely different than what we expect um but they'll they'll give you something fun anyway i think this could be yeah. a really cool crossover i heard that the flash um this next season uh i guess season six I, i've lost I track yeah i, I think it know. is yeah i think it'll be season six of the flash but it'll be like dealing with crisis for its entire full season mm. essentially like um or at least crisis will well that's have what we've seen from the start with it. the newspaper and whatever of Flash well, yeah, lost in crisis or whatever. The beginning of the show, yeah. Yeah. Although that was like a 2023 or something. Yeah, instead. I don't know. <laughs> that, we'll we'll see how they play that up. But um, but then Arrow has a shorter season. Yeah. For this last it's ending, it. yeah. It's because it's probably going to end with Oliver Queen sacrificing himself in the crisis. Uh, what? Right. Because <laughs> like the original 1985 book had um, Barry Allen and Kara Zor-El sacrificing themselves. Yeah. They were the two major deaths. And it's like, and that was kind of in the last crossover. Was they were you thought maybe they'd die, but they didn't. But then it's like this is the real crisis. Yeah. If they were gonna die, be this. But it makes sense they wouldn't, and that they might kill off Arrow instead. Yeah. What was the last crossover called? It was Elseworlds. Oh, it was just Elseworlds. Okay, because for some reason I thought it had crisis in the name, but there's so many different crises that Mm -hmm. I forgot which one it was. But it's not okay. I rewatched Elseworlds the other day. Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> it does not hold up. <laughs> I don't know. Like, not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's cool really when it was happening, but I haven't revisited it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I that that crossover. I didn't watch any of the shows leading up to it because I didn't I either. Just, I had given up on the shows already, so I didn't watch this. I haven't watched any of the last two seasons or whatever. So. Um, why yeah i'll why because it's it's not good. not that great yeah <laughs> <laughs> supergirl and flash have their moments where i'm like this is a good show and then arrow kind of sucks now the rest are just boring i don't know it's just legends really not good <laughs> it's just very enjoyed what they're doing on the dc universe app though like the um i've i've almost finished swamp thing i really like doom patrol young justice yeah been killing it yeah, those show and Titans was Titans, but yeah. everything else so far that they've been put out that's original is better, mm-hmm. I think. But maybe it's just because I'm refreshed on it. Like if this, if those shows came out and then the Arrowverse came out, maybe it would be different. But I feel like I started watching Arrow because Arrow felt kind of like a Birds of Prey type of like it's a CW, you know right gritty like dark emo (laughs) superhero Mm -hmm. show and then they kind of tried to turn it into more of a uh colorful flashy mcu type of like experience but it's just they they can't get away from their moody 
teenager CW-ness and, and it just kind of like the arrow sometimes I yeah. think I think it did a lot of stuff well um but I have fallen out of it so I yeah. don't know if I'll ever go back and finish it but I'll I'll watch the crossover for sure and last time I caught up by reading articles that have like detailed synopses of the episodes I don't know if I'll do that this time because I'll have to do mm-hmm. it for like the back half of last season and the front half of the next season sure. so I don't know what uh so i hear that you know with arrow ending uh the season that the the cw wants to replace it with another show oh. that hasn't been announced yet okay what would be your pick <sighs> i don't care if you had to pick uh, replace <laughs> arrow. so like the same sort of tonality okay okay so i think that they want batwoman to do that but yeah mm. but I, don't, I don't know if they're expecting batwoman to really go very well but we'll see i wonder if uh if different characters from Arrow will continue in other shows, like I would understand if like Stephen Amell, the character, this the like character John of Stephen Diggle Amell, Stewart, yeah, maybe, yeah, right. If there was something <laughs> continuous from that, or Black Canary, or whatever, uh, or if they, if we just never see any of those characters again, uh, I bet they could cross over. Maybe yeah. they'll do a Justice League show eventually. Yeah, what the, what's I can't think of a Green Arrow type character or just a or a Stephen Amell Green Arrow type character. I've got exists. a pick. Okay, the question. Okay, okay. Let's have a question show. We're the Blue Beetle. Yeah, well, yeah. I was thinking Booster Gold, but I don't know if that's too similar to Legends because it's just be a Berlanti bunch of time travel. Was developing a Booster Gold movie yeah. mm-hmm. for the DCEU, but you know how the DCEU is about <laughs> announcing movies. You know how the DCEU goes, and you also don't know how the DCEU goes. <laughs> nope. They just they'll say, "Hey, we're making a Booster Gold movie." Hey, yeah, Blue it's Beetle. Like, it's like but the other all, day they've all been in development. I think it might have been the day you almost died. Uh, Maddie and I were talking about uh, like, oh, we should maybe do some like DCEU timeline or some sort of video just to see like how that does because the Decamu one we just did has done really well. And uh, Decamu is so stupid sounding. It just sounds like I was saying camel, de, decamel or something. That decamel. Adam, yeah. Um, anyway, but so I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. I, I probably enjoy those movies more than some people, uh, at least like on artistic levels. And so I, I could rewatch them and take timeline notes. But I looked in like Screen Rant and IGN and all these big places have already done timelines. So I started looking at those and it's like they just immediately all go like admit like uh well this wonder this stuff happened in wonder woman with like ancient greece stuff yeah but then yeah, also yeah. aquaman one. ancient atlantean stuff happened and they don't really mesh but then also steppenwolf and like how does this any of this work like because no one talks to each other no one like yeah, yeah. decides the lore or whatever anymore they just keep trying things so it would be very <laughs> difficult to include everything and i'd have to do like a will it canon inversion of <laughs> of a timeline i don't know and now uh, we've got the batman happening with um oh Robert yeah Pattinson. Robert we'll Pattinson. see how that fits in yeah. everything if Robert it does at all Pattinson. did you yeah. see what I, how i said bat there yeah so, yeah okay well i heard you mm-hmm. did you I? didn't see me say it yeah i got you i mean i did um, but they didn't oh okay <laughs> um i don't know what else happened in the world <laughs> lots of stuff. stupid stupid things probably lots a shooting things here are happening yeah yep we're we're all here surviving another day in it so 
That's great. <laughs> you fell down a waterfall. I didn't. Three. Uh, oh, right. Sorry. Technically. Yeah, I, I was I was talking <laughs> to my friend Joe about like because I told I just mentioned that that had happened to you and I I mentioned it being class five waterfalls and he was like, uh, oh man, that's really bad. Uh, it's like yeah, yeah i mean i guess so i don't know the classifications of waterfalls he's like that's like the, the most... worst waterfall that's like the top waterfall <laughs> and i was like what it, but what's niagara falls and he's like no uh, i mean like no, it, six. it has to be six ones the worst <laughs> yes oh really yeah six it goes right? to okay. a five if someone goes down and lives okay <laughs> that's a, that's the classification not like a size or a current or anything it's like, did you die okay it's class five has anyone ever made it and not died okay it's a five now. it's but like most people die but still we, we just discovered a brand new waterfall how do we classify it sir what <laughs> just pushes him in oh i'm not dead okay it's class five <laughs> That's the only way. It's to classist. Tell. It's definitely yeah. classist. Yeah. You but know what else is classist? What? The Dark Crystal. Oh my goodness. That's a good segue. It sure is. Because and you've got the Skeksis, <laughs> those bird monsters. Yeah. And talking man. with the the ancient ones and, and those weird and all those little elf human like faced elf and their little podlings. Yeah. The podlings are little dwarfy ones, wow. and they they have a great. This all sounds really cool. I'd yeah, love to hear more about, about it. I'm about to talk about my buddy Rome. <laughs> I introduced him earlier, but we we make films together, and and here we are talking about the dark. By crystal. we, it means not me. <laughs> I mean, you worked on the replica raid too. You worked on? Did you work on one at all? No, no, no. But you worked. No, on oh wait, no. Oh, that's you what colored, it was. Yeah, remember okay. You colored, colored a door. Rome, Rome yeah, does a not want door. me. Yeah. Rome does not want me plugging beaters. But if you are interested <laughs> in watching the short film, it's on my. YouTube channel, Artificial and Creative. And James did help on that film. Rome directed it. But James yeah. colored one car door. I sure did. Because we needed to change it from beige to black. And then he so was James like, hey, my car you know how you did that? Since. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you did that? Can you color every goddamn car in every shot? <laughs> I still <laughs> look at cars in real life and see like the outline of the car. Like I have to <laughs> mentally outline I'm so it. sorry. All right. Dark Crystal. Yeah. Dark Crystal. Watch my videos on YouTube later and you can see James's great car rotoscope. Uh-huh. Here's the Dark Crystal. So it's, it's me, Rome, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Lily. Okay, I'll do a better intro than that. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 12 Level Intellects. We got a little special uh, mini episode here uh, with my friend Rome Widenhouse. Hello. You know me. I'm Tick Kendrick. We've got... Uh, I just forgot her name. You just told me. Lily. Lily. This is Lily. She might leave us. She probably wants to. She will if she knows what's good for her. Yeah, because she she did just watch Dark Crystal with us. Yeah, she was curled Jim up Henson on the, floor movie. the whole time. She was. She loved it. This is from 1982. Um, Netflix is bringing it back in just a couple days for a Netflix original series, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So we watched this and kind of prep for that. We'll probably come back and do a follow-up with, with that series once it's out. But yeah, I really enjoyed Dark Crystal. It's, it's been years since I've seen this movie. I saw it when I was a kid, checked it out from the public library. Um... All I remember was the Skeksis going into this. Those like really crazy looking um, dinosaur bird monster things that, uh, yeah, they were the antithesis to the magician. Yeah, the mystics. The mystics. Yeah. So the two, <laughs> two, two halves of the same hole. They were. Uh, separated through the 
the initial conjunction which occurred a thousand years ago split the whatever the master race species is into two halves so it's the master race species huh which are not from the world according according to the lore the this species came um and defiled the crystal or was was attracted on on account of it that's good that there's negative connotations to that well the uh Yeah, so a, a, anti-Nazi. A, the I don't know if it has much to do with Nazism, <laughs> but um, yeah. So the the according to the lore, I guess the the crystal is native to the planet, the same world as the the podlings, and the story takes place on this. But the podlings, the podlings, Did I miss and the, the podlings? No, they oh, get they're, they're the little they get looking things. They get kidnapped. They look like the baby from Eraserhead. A bit. Yeah, a bit. Those are podlings. So tell let's talk more about sort of our uh, our introductions to this film because for a lot of people um, this was a film that we saw pretty early on. Yeah, and that's that's sort of a, an interesting thing to me. It's like when when you see this film, is it hitting you at the right time? That's a great point. I think it hit me because um, I I remember like seeing it. Oh, I was probably ten, eleven, maybe. Um, and I had, I had seen Star Wars and stuff like that. So this like hit me in the same kind of spot as that. But seeing it now, um, like 15 years later, you know, <laughs> I definitely had a different take. Um, I, I think I enjoyed seeing like more of the um, sort of background elements and thinking about it in a more creative sense than a more like immers- immersive sense. Because um, I was a little, I was kind of nitpicking it this time around. Or not necessarily nitpicking, but... Um, thinking about it in different ways than I would have when I was a 10 year old. So when, when you saw it that first time, have you seen it between now and then? No, no, I don't think I have. So that's pretty this interesting. This is probably my second me. view. Yeah. I've, I've seen this. I've probably watched this movie about every three years. You've got it on DVD. Well, I have it. Well, <laughs> I found it luckily, but beforehand, you know, I'd have to rent it. Of course. I saw this film probably when I was about the same age. I, I remember seeing Jim Henson's Labyrinth, mm-hmm. um, which David I, Bowie with David Bowie and that film really freaked me out when I saw it initially I was probably about seven and I remember uh, I was at this after school program and I had to like leave the room because something about the way that the puppetry looked and it, it felt very close to home like something that could happen to mm. you um if you said the wrong thing. Uh, and so I, you know, I needed, I need to, I needed to leave. And I, I was at this uh, friends of mine's house and they uh, asked if, you know, I wanted to see it or, or was like, Oh, we're going to watch dark crystal. It's really cool. And I was, and Jim Henson made it. It was like, and which was also freaky to me because I'd seen Sesame Street and the Muppets and Jim yeah. Henson was always a, a thing of comfort. And so right. when I saw the labyrinth and that Jim Henson logo, I was like, oh, okay, like no big deal. It's fine. Right. It's oh, very it's... comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it big was, bird. yeah, and it was totally betrayed oh, no. by how horrifying the film was. Yeah. Uh, and, but with, uh, with this, uh, maybe it was because I was a little bit older, but it, I was really blown away by it and felt like i got to see something that was really special and in it i know now that it is yeah i can't think of anything else that like this really we were making a lot of comparisons watching it to star wars which makes sense because it was made around the same time it was in between empire and the return of the jedi but just before the return of the Jedi. well it came out just before return so yeah. and uh 
Empire was released in 1980. Uh, Return was released in 83. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is cop. We saw on the credits uh, copyrighted 1982. So I didn't check the release date. The re- yeah. So it's it's sort of sketchy as to when and production schedules like last a long time. So who's mm-hmm. to say like really what ideas came first? But um, like there are a lot of uh, the major connection, of course, is with jim henson's work on yoda and empire strikes back yeah so frank oz was the puppeteer for that um yeah i I started the movie tonight knowing frank oz was going to be somebody and just trying to figure out which one he was one of the skexies he was the like one of the main ones who was the chamberlain the chamberlain he lost he makes it he makes a certain a certain noise yeah can you do it (laughs) i can't do it Mm -hmm. Yoda does that noise too. It's Yoda's like sort of yeah. yeah. It's the kind of the same thing. Uh, so it's the same. It's the voice in the puppeteer, and of, of course they worked on uh, Empire. Empire had a much larger budget um, because they were riding off the success of the original Star Wars release. George Lucas financed a lot of that film himself. Um, this had a much lower budget, but we're able to do, I think they have the superior swamp scene, really. When Jen is walking <laughs> through the swamp, they it's have... a really colorful swamp with a bunch of critters. A bunch of critters. Uh, we get a little bit of time with each one. It really reminded me of like a nature documentary or maybe that yeah. movie Microcosmos from right. the 90s. Which I was thinking because there was a British narrator at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, David Attenborough narrating <laughs> this film probably would have been the most epic yeah. crossover. That would have been... Um, <laughs> But uh, this opportunity. they had trees that inhaled and exhaled, and they had little crabs. They're, they're, the standout scene, of course, is the critter that runs and hides in a little gully, and it turns out to be a mouth. Yes. And it just sort of encapsulates. It's like and, a giant Venus flytrap looking Yeah, the hillside. Yeah. And yeah. then there's all these little little grape looking fronds that just start like just moving in ecstasy. Yeah. Like, what I can only <laughs> assume is ecstasy. It's got to be. Yeah, they were like weird little reeds. So Empire definitely pioneered some of the effects work in the puppetry with Yoda, which I think was very successful. And that's one puppet that they had to worry about. This had mm-hmm. about 25 uh, puppets yeah. to that caliber. And of all different sort of designs. They really were. There were the two, um, how were they called? They were the, the main characters, Jen and... Um, Jen and Kira, Kira. are, yeah, yeah sort of elf-like mm-hmm. hobbit-sized creatures right and then you've got the skexies which are these giant bird-like things which i've got it i've got my own fan theory that they're related to gonzo from the muppets we'll get into that yeah a little bit later okay it's just their nose that's what started me that direction and they're blue yeah that well the particularly the chamberlain yeah but we'll, we'll get back into that <laughs> we also have the mystics we also have the mystics which are my personal favorite design i think they look like brontosauruses a little bit they're <laughs> kind of dinosaur like you um, said a turtle without a shell and a really long tail yeah yeah and they move about that speed and then who are those tiny little ones that had that party in the hole so those um, are the podlings so that's, podlings. that's another native race like the like the gelflings yeah um sort of a maybe a less less important a less divine being maybe Mm. if we're thinking about tolkien uh and the way that tolkien sort of yeah uh, designed his races which you know let's be honest definitely influences all of fantasy Mm -hmm. including including this 
Absolutely. Um, and then we've got the land strider creatures, which are the horrible, disgusting um, rabbit Salvador Dali elephant That's creatures. That's right. Yeah. What were they called? I they I don't think they call them anything. Okay. Um, I think <laughs> I think they in production they call them land striders. It was hard to not think about during during that part because they look like people in suits. That's people on the back legs, and they're like leaning forward on stilts with their arms. Yeah, there is well, and also what what really doesn't help is <laughs> uh, particularly Jen's sort of his whatever puppet armature they put on the back of the character right then has this terrible rocking formation. Well, it just doesn't look natural at all. Yeah, like there are some effects in here. Like for the majority of it, it's it's really amazing work. And of course, th there are some special effects flaws, but a lot of times you don't really, you don't notice that. The film actually moves forward pretty at a pretty nice pace. It does, except not the mystics. The mystics move forward very slowly the whole time. But they get like one shot, <laughs> like every twenty. Yeah, minutes. that's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's just reminding you, it's like, oh, they're still on their way. They're still making their way. They but, they do walk really slow. But it also gives you sort of a. I, I feel like that helps uh, give you a sense of scale for the world. Like how mm -hmm. far away did our character start, and you see someone taking his same journey. Yeah, maybe not yeah. in a more direct path. True, true. Uh, because they don't really have to get out of the way or hide from anything like he does. That's a good point. Yeah, as far as the um, special effects and stuff that you were talking about, you in particular, I know, has mentioned like you recognized uh, the blue screen effects really vividly. Like you were able to tell based off the lighting. Like, this was in the foreground, this was a different shot in the background, and how they combined them together. There's some, there's a little, there's a couple rough yeah. uh, portions, but there's something kind of awesome about uh, the blue screen in this. It's really, the film is, is something that really could only be made then. Yeah. Um, I. They're doing it again now. Well, they're doing something something like it but it's it's not going to look like that no um we were just sort of discussing we we uh we looked at the trailer for i guess there was a new one that dropped about eight hours ago so this morning yeah today is the 13th of august so the the new series comes out on the 30th that's right yeah so so there was a trailer that dropped today and we looked through that before going back to this film and it could be the film grain. There's a lot of imperfections in the film grain. Mm -hmm. Or not the grain, but just like the, the quality of the print. And we're also watching it on a DVD. So it goes. <laughs> the, uh, it may have to do with the texture that is sort of inherent in film. And of course, this new series is most likely shot digitally. Mm -hmm. um, so it will have a much cleaner image. But there will be... there. What One thing that I feel like is really inherent to this film is like the set sense of texture that's on everything because everything is in front of the camera even the optical effects like when when we say that we're talking about matte paintings and blue screen projection right um and there is a fair amount of that you can tell where it is um pretty clearly because the lighting on a foreground element will seem really flat and strange against the background element um but there are parts of the film, especially like there's this part where like it, at the end of the film, and I'm assuming everybody's seen it. If you haven't, you should. 
Um, just, well, anyway, just so at, but I'm going to talk about the end of the film. So <laughs> at the end of the early. film, the castle crumbles, and uh, to reveal this crystal structure, which is all mm-hmm. a model, and there's people superimposed on that, as well as when the uh, creatures recombine, the Skeksis right. and the Mystics recombine. That's all sort of layers of these early sort of photographic effects. Um, and our characters are on a blue screen, the characters that we've been following the whole time. Some of it looks kind of rough. Um, it me a lot of the 1970s Lord of the Rings movie. So, yeah, it's interesting you say yeah. that. Um, that's done a lot. That's got so much rotoscoping in it. Yeah. Which, um, for those of you at home, is when you take a live action element and you animate a 2D mm-hmm. element over it. So a yeah. lot of that was rotoscoped, which is I haven't seen that in a really long time. Yeah, I haven't um, either. But it's um, it's amazing. It's it's a pretty <laughs> it's a pretty novel way to do things. Yeah. Um, the, the design of there's also this film called Wilt Wizards, which is this kind of crazy animated film. Um, I can't think of who directed it or or what it. it's what it came from, but um. I have this book here called The Tolkien Bestiary. It's right here. Um, and it's, it's convenient. It's convenient. Well, I just pulled <laughs> it off the shelf because it was right here. Um, but there... Wow. So this illustrator yeah. also worked on Wizards. Really? Um, you can tell because of, of his art. Uh, yeah. Just his art just style. His style has, is that recognizable? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but... It's got. I, I just really wanted to talk for a minute about the haircuts um, <laughs> on our characters. Are this this totally like straight haired eighties yeah. sort of black. There's gray, some bangs going on. Tons of bangs. <laughs> it's like that is a very quintessential. I feel eighties like um, not an eighties look like pop culture wise, but mm-hmm. the the sort of Gary Gygax kind of ethos that all comes off of the. Um, that comes off of the Dungeons and Dragons and everything. Um, okay, okay. It's all it's all just sort of interrelated. It was, yeah, it really is. It, it's it's also it's very rock and roll. They these guys, the Gelflings, have some pretty rock and roll haircuts. We'll just we'll just <laughs> the leave two of them that. that are alive. Yeah, the two of them in this film. Yeah, the, the last survivors. <laughs> yeah, they yeah they just inherently just they've got. Style. We'll see more of that in the prequel, the Netflix series. I want to talk Gonzo. Okay, let's talk Gonzo for a minute. <laughs> I'm convinced the Skeksis are either Gonzo from the Muppets' ancestors or Gonzo is their evolved self millions of years from now. Or just sort of a more abstract version because yeah. you know, we, we have to admit that you know Jim Henson Muppets um, look nothing like this. This right. is a it's sort true. of a more realistic, grotesque uh version so uh in in the muppets Can you imagine world what big bird would look like in this movie yeah, so we'll just um we'll just leave imagine that, that. Just continue <laughs> on. but uh we were we were discussing how so in there was the the film in 2002 i think it was like two it was between like oh, two muppets in space muppets from space from space yeah, I okay. thought it was Muppets in Space too when I was watching when I was That's getting right. ready when I was from a kid. space because Gonzo is from space and they never go to space. Right. Well, uh, so the running gag is in the Muppets that the he doesn't uh, know his species. Yeah, 
well, when they say, like, what are you? Because, you know, Kermit's a frog, mm-hmm. Fozzie's a bear, Miss Piggy's a pig, etc. Right. Like, even Scooter, which is sort of an androgynous species-wise. Scooter's a dog. It's a gopher. Oh. Because he goes for coffee. Oh. Wow. And so he doesn't really, he's not really anything, but then, you know, they still give him a title. And then yeah, like, What's yeah, Gonzo? Yeah. He's like, oh, he's whatever. He actually, yeah. Gonzo's origin is, is sort of interesting. He, um... His origin was from this, like, TV spinoff called uh, The Great Santa Claus Switch, I think. And he was a frackle. Really? He was, yeah, a match, like a matchbox frackle oh, or I've something. I've heard of the frackles, yeah. I've heard yeah. of the fraggles. The fra- you're right, I have so heard the of the fraggles. fraggles came later. That was the television series <laughs> after. The frackles. Jim, Jim Henson was real busy. He was a real busy yeah. guy. Did he do Alf, too? Nope. That's, no? That's different. Really? Yep. Huh. It's kind of surprised. I don't know who did that, but it's it's not him. But okay. well, but in the same ballpark. Um, but uh, so that that was sort of his origin. Dave Goals took that puppet, and sort of turned it into Dave Goals is um, Gonzo. Dave Goals does the voice of and performs Gonzo. But yeah. he was also really involved in. He was involved Dark in Crystal. this. He was involved in this film. I he performs the ritual or not the ritual. He uh, the Gartham Master, the guy who becomes the Emperor. Right. And drinks right. the essence and is yeah the, the kind of big bad. He's guy. got these quills, and when he gets mm-hmm. aggressive, they kind of perk yeah, up. Perk a up. They're perky. Um, but yeah, yeah. So back to the theory, though, it, there is a striking resemblance, and we can't really discount that. We no. Sort of looked on the internet a little bit, and and we haven't really seen it. So what you can say they we we heard it here. You heard it from, here first from this. Guy. I tried to look to see if um anyone else had made that connection and. It's a surprising. It. It's surprising that there isn't that because he has the sort of hook nose. He's yeah. blue. He's got these little feathery things. He mm-hmm. really bears quite a resemblance to uh, the Chamberlain. Yeah, um, absolutely. Character. So, uh, so you've heard it here. The Dark Crystal is related to um, the Muppets. It's in the same universe. The same universe there. Maybe um, even Star Wars. We were we, well. We were saying that it it might be kind of cool when the. Uh, in Muppets from Space, when the spoilers for that, but also the spaceship comes down mm-hmm. and they play um, Celebrate Good Times. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen that. <laughs> Which movie. is pretty random. But, like, what if the spaceship landed and the Skeksis came mm-hmm. out? Like, wouldn't that be kind of an interesting co- crossover? I'd love that. Um, because they are, we we've discovered this, the Skeksis are actually aliens. They're yeah. not from. They're not from that world. They're not from the world of the Dark Crystal. And I've never seen their world. But back to the sort of the Star Wars connections. Yeah. Well, especially it was um, near the beginning of the film. There's one of the mystics passes away in his quarters. And it looks a lot like uh, Yoda's house from Return of the Jedi. And the same, he passes away the same time or the same way that Yoda does in Jedi where they just disappear. And then they, their clothes are left. The clothes just, or the yeah. blanket just slowly yep, just falls. Sinks, just falls. With a little bit of, a little, I don't know if there's sparkles. There's a little <laughs> bit of sparkles in this movie. I don't know if yeah. there is when, when Yoda just sort so. of, he fades and then the blankets come. But it's just the, the, lighting, the lighting is really similar. And this film came out either the same or a couple months away or about a year away from Mm -hmm. uh return of the jedi and since lucas had worked with the jim henson company on uh 
Empire. Wondering whose idea that was. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> who came up with it first. Well, I'm not saying who came up with it first. I'm just wondering whose idea that was. Maybe sure. it was I don't think I don't necessarily think that was like, oh well the director of course comes up with these ideas. But whose idea was it? Yeah, because um, Frank Oz was there on both times. Yeah, and I mean and all you know, all the people who are involved with the film. Mm-hmm. Um, whose idea is it? That's become such sort of a staple. We just had it in the year of our lord 20 was it 20 in the end of 2017 that we had the last jedi and yeah the, yeah 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 that's right which we we had that effect again so it's mm. this uh the dark crystal sort of has its place in the evolution of fantasy um interpreting ideas from tolkien um and Star Wars being a contemporary of it, mm-hmm. um, which everyone is a little bit more f- familiar with, and a lot of people say that you know Star Wars is, sci- is science fiction, but it, it really is fantasy as well. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. It's got a lot of magical elements to it, and so the Dark Crystal definitely holds its place in the pantheon. Um, although it wasn't really as well received as as we might hope. Uh, when it came out so do we want to talk about the development a little bit uh yeah we could i mean i i think it's well enough received that now here in uh 2019 we're getting a continuation series on netflix so it's definitely become a cult classic at the least but yeah yeah go ahead talk about the development well there was uh there was some difficulty with producers um Uh, because of the the fact that i I'm having trouble recalling the name. So Jim hasn't wanted to produce this movie before he had made any Muppet movies. Mm-hmm. And um, the Muppet movies were produced by Universal. So is this film. And uh, I think his producer is David Laser. David Laser said, you got to do a Muppet movie first because the Muppets were a huge global phenomenon. Yeah. And he wanted to produce this film. Uh, he had ideas for this, which was just called The Crystal um, he had been producing these ideas and building this world with Brian Froud for a number of years, but they told him to, uh, to do the Muppet, uh, do a Muppet film feature first. If that was successful, then maybe he could get the money to do this film. Mm-hmm. And so they did some test screens and originally the Skeksis did not have any kind of dialogue. Uh, that would have been well, amazing. they didn't, they didn't speak English. So they were speaking this like crazy, uh, sort of gibberish language. What was that sound you would have made again? it was a lot like that it was it was a lot worse than that there was these long drawn out scenes particularly the the scene uh where everyone like there's a feast and they're all eating yes. disgusting food which you said that that's jim henson's like he considers that scene to be his magnum opus well he really he was really into that yeah that was a, that was an it's, idea that it's he great really the skexists are just like piling uh strings of spaghetti in their face and it's just like it's not the grossest yeah, thing, really but they're all gross. wearing these really nice, cl- like <laughs> yeah, Victorian it's, clothes. It's like Shakespearean, yeah. So the big puffy neck pieces. Yeah, it's this total contrast between like something totally hideous and something exquisite, but also becomes hideous as mm-hmm. when it's put into that kind of context. But um, the producers, like I guess, walked out of that screening because they just there was nothing there for them to latch onto. it's just like it just yeah, lost them there that's too bad so then they ended up adding in a bunch of they, narration and like yeah the characters would think out loud it, parts more film. or less so they yeah. there's i wish that there was a cut of this film where there wasn't 
Like it there's, there's some moments where like Jen is walking around and he's like looking at things and he's going through and it's in his Why mind. Why am I here? Yeah, there's what a. What am I doing? Right. There's a, <laughs> there's a narrator. It's overcompensating. It really yeah. reminds me of Blade Runner where they had him do these, they had Harrison Ford do these terrible, um, narrations because uh the studio didn't think that people would understand the world of the film and it really just makes things terrible uh you can see evidence of that in the director's cut where those aren't there but harrison ford like did them so badly he was hoping (laughs) that they wouldn't use them because they were so bad yeah he was like they called them replicants skin Uh, jobs you know and it kind of just reminds me of that i mean the that not that the actor doesn't give a shit and they're trying to do a bad job but they um they have to do like what they're saying is so on the nose so there's a couple scenes there's the scene where he's sort of striking out alone i think the narrator at the beginning is fine and that's the only time we hear him like the narrator is at the beginning and he introduces the skexies and the rituals and the world Mm -hmm. and then he just and then fucks off the whole time you're right he doesn't ever never comes back yeah um everything else is an internal monologue from jen and sometimes there's there's the one scene where they're doing the dream fasting and i guess they felt as though no one would understand what the hell was going on and when they, they touch the two characters and narrating they, through their they're narrating their and memories. interrupting each other and it's it's funny because they're supposed to be sharing their memories yeah um and getting to know each other that way but what it really sounds like <laughs> in the film is that they're just both talking about their lives yeah. and not listening to each other. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the whole time I was like, that's Even though when, they're supposed to be connected. If you're talking to someone and you're thinking about, oh, I'm just listening to figure out when I can chime in and talk about me instead. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> exactly. There have been versions of films like Star Wars Episode One cuts made on put on the internet where it's like the Jar Jar has been cut out of the whole thing. Oh, you're just talking about fan edits. Yeah, fan edits. So well, maybe there's a fan edit of Dark Crystal out there with i think i i think i knew something about that at one point i'm sure i was sort of i feel like a couple years ago i was researching if there was something like that the problem is is that you know you don't have the film without the dialogue yeah Uh, it was that's the original release um it wasn't released by universal right before that was added and the biggest thing was probably the skexies like the skexies do need to talk because we get we spend a lot of time with them we do yeah we also we were discussing this too like maybe like because they're villains because and maybe we spend too much time with them it made them less sinister for sure i mean they were still evil and they were you know siphoning people's souls out of them and whatnot but it was like they were kind of comical yeah, they're and very like, silly. Yeah, because of that dinner scene, I think was a big reason why they're silly. Um, and then that fight was just kind of funny. They they have these uh, huge swords. Um, the swords resemble the calligraphy of of the logo of the right? logo of the dark crystal. Yeah, mm-hmm. they their swords. Ah, what do you call it? It's got, they looked very like pirate like in oh, the way where it's got the, the cutlass, the cutlass around your hand. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of, I mean, yeah, they were very Victorian just in general as a species. I wonder if that's some sort of commentary for like colonialism in a way. Mm. Because they were coming down. They didn't, they were never there as part of that planet. 
they were all but neither are the mystics and the mystics are very in tune they're very you're very right. much an allegory sort of and they would say maybe of a native people or the yeah. native americans but it's really what you do with the knowledge i feel like that mm. might be more of the that's a good point more of the allegory there but you're not wrong i think that that allegory is not necessarily something that they were going for um with colonialism in general but mm-hmm. more of the duality i think that especially right. the rep the reptiles wearing um wearing victorian clothes i think was a big image mm-hmm. well, a lot of people think the queen of england is a, a reptile a lizard person yeah i'm not i'm not saying she's not is. saying she's not yeah <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> all, our, all of our global leaders are definitely reptilian. <laughs> well, what do you hope out of the the new Netflix series? Hmm, that's a that's a long question, and it's going to be a long series. I don't know how many episodes, but it I might not have... be this one season. They might they might do more. I hope that it's one season. Yeah, yeah. I hope that it's I hope that it's like a like ten a chapter film. series thing. It's it's interesting that Netflix wants to release something of this caliber. Uh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, they've done some original films. I'm trying to think what they've done recently that's been on this scale, though. I yeah, mean, I'd say I don't know. Like they're in collaboration. It's it's awesome that they're in collaboration with Jim Henson Workshop. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they had one of their early projects they brought back Star Wars: The Clone Wars for like season five, I think. But they didn't produce that show. They didn't produce it. They just stuck their logo on it, gave it a distribution platform. I think they do, they do that with a lot of stuff. Like I know that yeah. with like Trailer Park Boys, like that was released on the, um, what it was it? It was well, maybe I'm wrong there. Some but, Canadian um, network, but then but they totally they, developed this show and and everything from the ground up. I don't for, know for Dark Crystal. Well, they financed it at least. I I hope that it's a Jim Henson production. And Netflix is Netflix can throw their money at some projects, but the track record recently with Netflix, what we might call Netflix originals, which mm-hmm. I would not call this a Netflix original because it's not oh, okay. an original idea. But it is the first platform it's premiering on. Definitely, yeah. Netflix is producing this. Yeah, um, which makes me optimistic. I think so. I generally have heard that Netflix tends to back off on their projects. So like they'll throw money at it and just wait for the, the artist to make the thing and then review it. That that yeah, so it's more up to hopefully it's more up to the studio mm-hmm. or the, whoever's doing whatever the project is to make sure that to do quality control. Right. And Netflix might just produce it anyway. Yeah. And I guess they just got the money to do that. I'm I'm still they not do. quite sure how they make their money. It's monthly subscriptions. And just everybody in the world has one. I mean, a lot of people have it. $10 a month. You uh, know? I don't know? If everybody... Want, I don't know. Is it like based off plays? I don't know. It That's the thing, too. Yeah. It might be one of those things that just makes money. But anyway, back I, to the I show. You'd be surprised how many people are on Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's one subscription that I use, which is my girlfriend's family's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so actually, it's my girlfriend's friend, and so there's five accounts on it, and my mom, dad, brother, his girlfriend, and me and my girlfriend mm-hmm. all use it, plus the five other people that are supposed to be on it already. 
so consider maybe one account per family, right? Right. So there's definitely a few million accounts out there. I'm just. <laughs> this is like a few million. Just, just like a five few million, million you know? Yeah. <laughs> monthly. It makes a lot month. of money. Uh, anyway. Um, I, think, I think we're winding down here. Okay. Any, I don't know. I I really enjoyed watching it again. I'm I'm glad we did. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna cut through this. Yeah. This. Um, so we should keep talking more than half an hour. Okay. Probably. Cool. Well, we got I still haven't I haven't spoken about what I want out of the show. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Tell me that. So the, I really hope that there's that like the the film is still really corny, like to a degree. Um, it's dated. It's, it's part of its charm. Yeah, totally. Um, so I don't feel as though th- the show being corny is something that's going to take me out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there will be... A st- as long as there aren't characters that are doing like really dumb things, but it, like that happens in The Dark Crystal as well, I feel like the standard of the story is kind of low. Mm-hmm. So I'm just more interested in exploring it. It's one of those things where I don't really have expectations in the same way um as you know maybe some other properties sure sure um just because there really hasn't been that much um dark crystal material yet there have been there there's a novelization there's a couple there's sort of like uh an expanded universe novels for it which i only know about yeah I, yeah. i haven't read them um and there's a number of graphic novels as well okay um so there is there is some of that but i don't feel as though like that's going to detract it seems more like a a blank slate but Mm -hmm. and i'm glad like as far as prequels go i feel like this one has the most potential because what's left to us in the film is just so vague yeah um it would be interesting to see that story and it's not as important for me to see like a you know boba fett's backstory and so and so and all these little things because Mm -hmm. there's really not that much in the film like yeah there's really not like any i mean all the characters are interesting enough but not anyone is like they would stand out as their own thing let's you know go back and learn more though and maybe the crab people just because i was really surprised how easily they all just fell apart when when the dark crystal was destroyed yeah they're not they're just like made of hostile magic yeah yeah that surprised me um yeah there's uh there's plenty of prequel material for sure i i don't know what a sequel would look like i don't think it would be interesting i think it would be a very peaceful world yeah that's the whole <laughs> point of the movie is to restore balance yeah to an, an uprooted world so it's interesting to see how the world became out of balance so it's going to be uh, mm-hmm. sort of a tragic story everybody's gonna get offed I, like there's this yeah. huge huge list of um of characters and character names and and really talented actors who are more part of this project and a lot like of you. them well i mean um mark hamill comes to mind he's the only one that i know for sure isn't it <laughs> that's in um because Jordan, I done Jordan Peele, I think, is doing really? a voice. Oh, uh, that's cool. Those are the only two off the top of my head, but yep. it's a it's a talented voice cast, um, and we know that a lot of these characters are going to die in the show. 
So I feel it's going to have that sort of Game of Thrones feel where like anybody can go because yeah. there's nobody who's left other than the mystic, some of the mystics and some of the Skeksis. Right. Like 10 of them at the beginning. Of I think the, there's the nine. I think nine. there's nine. Yeah. 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 Or like uh, Rogue One where, you know, it's like it's a bit of a suicide mission. Well, we know where we're going, mm-hmm. but we don't know how we're going to get there. So there's, it's possible that there's going to be tons of tension. I'm interested in exploring, exploring the world. I think it's yeah. going to be fun and weird. Um, nothing in film really looks like this. So, you know, I'm glad that this project is happening. It looks like it's being done respectfully, and we'll find out um, whether or not that's the case. And it also just has, it's up to the show to like be a good narrative. What's, what's cool about the movie is honestly that it's kind of so concise. Um, it doesn't feel like a long movie. No, not at all. Yeah, I thought it went by really quickly. Um, how long is it? I've got it right It is 94 minutes. Cool. Which is normal. For a feature film? Well, it was normal then. It's no longer normal, I think. You think we're going longer in that? I think two two hours, 15 minutes is the new sort of epic standard time. This is probably... The next series is probably going to be at least eight episodes. But I hope that they... Yeah, I would think so too. ...to one. Uh, And I I would like to see some of the Skeksis characters do some really horrible atrocities. Mm, I would too. I'd like to see them get scary. Yeah. Because they're kind of goofy in this movie, and, like, it's okay for them to be goofy, but, like, there's not enough that they do. I think the, like, the essence draining scene yeah, is... That's, it's, yeah. It's pretty damn creepy, but other than that, there's not a whole lot that they do that makes you mm-hmm. uh, really sort of respect them as being totally, like... Yeah, even their sword fight beginning to, to see who's going to be Emperor is pretty silly. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. It's but a lot it is, of fun. It's not, it's not scary or grandiose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. It should be fun. I don't know if I properly introduced you earlier. I just said your name. How do we know each other? Uh, we work on indie films together we sometimes. Do. We do. We talk about, we talk about uh, nerdy shit sometimes. Yeah, like um, today. Today is... Well, it's been a very nerdy day. It has. <laughs> it's always a good day. This is, yeah. Yeah, you can see a few of our films on uh, my YouTube channel, Artificially Creative, um, at least. I don't know if Beaters is on there, but the Replica Raid's on there. Yeah, So we'll just talk about the Replica Raid. <laughs> yeah, Re- Replica Raid 1 and 2. 3 is on the way. More about that soon. But cool, well thanks for checking out Dark Crystal. Yes, hope thank you, you. Hope you've seen it. If you haven't, I hope you didn't listen to this and get it all spoiled. You should go back and watch it, and then watch this part. Yeah, I wonder if anybody would watch the end of this whole thing and and not have seen the film yeah what kind of person are you i imagine at this point people probably were like i'm gonna chime back in when this is over or maybe you skip the timestamp, but hopefully not anyway it's not the best segue into the rest of the episode but here we are we're going back into the rest of the episode now <laughs>
<laughs> you haven't had to and do now that we're in, in hey, a while. we're in the yeah. proto realm right Ooh. now in between <laughs> segments. <laughs> All right, we're back. The, the proto we have to make the proto realm something because you apparently invented <laughs> that. Apparently, <laughs> like, we're, like we're in the it's realm. called the proto realm. I guess it's like protoplasm or the something. Proto realm is, I don't know. It's, it's the time. So this is basically the bleed of the DC multiverse. It's the uh-huh. realm that exists in between <clears throat> podcast segments. Right, the proto so we realm. Just, yeah. We just got out the main topic, but we're yeah. not quite in comic relief or question yet. This yeah. is the proto realm. Yeah, I like should it. We, should we get there? Should we leave? New... Yeah, we should get out of here. This is terrifying. <laughs> what is that over there? Oh, we're out. Thank hey, we're God. out. We're out. Thank we're God. Out. <sighs> oh my God. You don't know the horrors, <laughs> except that I think I'm keeping that whole thing realm. in because <laughs> so there's going to be two different sounds. Yeah, yeah, Horrors of the Proto-Realm. That's our new comic series after Legacies <laughs> when we're 60 years old. Um, <laughs> well, yep. uh, here we are in Comic Relief. You want to know something? Oh, I'm so relieved. I actually have something for Comic Relief. Oh, really? I've got four things. Wow. How about we do, you do uh, two things. I'll do I'll one do and all. you can do two things I've got some that. short ones. I've got, okay. I've got two okay. normal ones and two short ones. I'll, I'll step in in, this, in the middle. So tell me when you're halfway done. Okay. Well, I wanted to give a little Black Hammer recap since that graphic content episode just came out. I've, yeah. I'm all caught up, and I've read uh, almost every side series with okay. it, too. I've read Dr. Star. Have you um, found which... out the answers to the questions that you had for yes. yourself? All of okay. them. Wow. I know all that. I know them now. I know okay, all good. the answers. Yeah. <laughs> to everything. I've been to the proto well, room. To... Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. But not the Parazone. <laughs> I met Abraham Slam, so not Smash. Smash, yeah. Yeah, so it gets really interesting. Um, it's it's a it's a great series. I've been really liking it. There's um even a couple of side comics I read, Doctor Star, which is very much a tribute yeah. to the Starman book. Um, there's a couple other ones called Sherlock Frankenstein. Yeah, that really that, that came up when I was looking for pictures. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's well, I haven't read that one yet. So I okay. <laughs> But I read Black Hammer. Is it what I think it is, where it's a combination of Sherlock Holmes and Frankenstein? That's what I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if it's Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster. Oh, good point. Distinct. I I I think Sherlock Frankenstein's monster didn't roll off the tongue as well. (laughs) No, but that would clarify. Is it the monster of Sherlock Frankenstein? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Tell me about the new issue. I read Black Hammer Forty Five. It was a miniseries I just read too, and that was set during World War Two. Ooh. And it was basically so it was a Black Hammer Squadron, but they're basically the Black Hawk Squadron. Is it like and the Golden Age of Black Hammer characters or something? Yes, or? yes, okay. yes. But there's still Golden Gale and Abraham Slammer in there too. Okay. Um, there was a really cool. So most of this story was like there was the Black Hammer Squadron and their um, fighter um, jets, and then there was yes. like this sort of rocket red robot Hmm. from russia it was very much inspired by the rocket reds Uh and they're like marching from russia into germany and i just knocked oh my god satana Satana fell off the wall (laughs) sorry she's not in the comic okay so the she was trying to um, escape (laughs) the american pilots are coming towards germany rocket red uh giant robots are coming towards germany and then once they get to the german border there's this giant thor like god just hanging out at the german border as like the germans were able to capture like a norse god as he's defending them yeah it's the defense on their border but that was the end of issue one but the start of number two it's like just like spider-man far from home where there's (laughs) just a bunch of blimps projecting an image of a giant god at the border but it was still Uh, kind of a cool gimmick 
Yeah, it was yeah. a really fun scene. But yeah, um, <laughs> I won't say tech. more about Black <laughs> Black Hammer Forty Five. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, well, so, so yeah, Black, Black Hammer stuff. I, are you just drawn to uh, Jeff you, Lemire? The, He's one of my favorites. Is it is Jeff Lemire the guy who also did the the Watchmen like one that you did a while ago? What's that one? The uh, um, Thunder Thunderbolt. That one. You know what I'm talking oh no! About? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, Peter Cannon Thunderbolt. No, yeah. that was um. Oh, who did that reboot? I want to say because that's also a Kieran very Gillen. like. That's also a very. Uh, it's not the characters that you know, but it, they're very close. Yeah, like it's. It was Karen Gillan who did that one. Okay, right, right, right. He's a good writer too. Karen Gillan, actress from Guardians of the Galaxy, wrote this. Yes, book? but no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I read a, another cool Black Hammer spinoff called Cthulhu Wheeze, and because uh, there's Cthulhu. I really like. The, I like. I like learning He's about these comics when I edit these. But yeah, Cthulhu He's got a daughter was called funny. Cthulhu Wheeze, and she gets picked on at school because she has a she that's got a Cthulhu. Got a big head. squid head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she is a really tragic character. Does she go to school with Golden Gale? No, no, she. This is um, like a Cthulhu dimension. Later. She went to school in like the 1980s, oh, okay. and her so dad. This is a real. Her, her no, dad like... was like humiliated by Abraham Slay. Yeah, yeah, it's not in the okay, farm. This okay, is like in okay. Spiral City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he was like humiliated by Abraham Slam and just like a drunk at home and <laughs> was really kind of abusive to his daughter. And she, she ended up kind of going evil. Cthulhu <laughs> wasn't a good father? No. What the heck? It? <laughs> yeah, he looked like such a gentleman. <laughs> I know. You would think so. Well, that's Black Hammer. I also wanted to mention that I read, um, I read two new books today. Which was Batman number seventy-seven mm. and Superman Year One number two. And is the Batman stuff where now the Flashpoint Batman city of is part Bane. Of yeah, yeah, okay. he's running the city with Bane and Gotham Girl is his. Oh, own. so he's like a bad person. He's being bad. Yeah, he um Dang he it. and Damien fight each other a good bit in mm-hmm. number seventy-seven, and they had a thing. They were telling um they were basically like if any of the Bat family comes into Gotham while we're running the place. We're going to kill Alfred. That's been their threat. Oh. And so Damien comes to Gotham to challenge Thomas Wayne Batman and yeah. they have a big fight. And, like, spoiler alert, they capture Damien, take him to the Wayne Manor, and it looks like Bane snaps Alfred's neck Ooh. in this issue. It was like a big splash page. And when they do it in a big splash page, yeah. you know that they might be serious. This, this is something, the mainstream yeah. Batman title. <laughs> so it's like, did they just kill Alfred? today i don't really <laughs> yeah, go down in history yeah yeah until we'll it, he's sticks. dead until they reboot it in a couple years <laughs> yeah um this might last through like the batman catwoman series or yeah. something but like i don't know i don't know what to think if alfred's really <laughs> gone or not so it was, uh, you're, it was you're crazy. shocked you're stunned i had to mention that i'm sorry to spoil it for you <laughs> i think that was actually just a symptom of your um your uh Concussion? Head trauma, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't actually read it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just that's imagining just a, reading yeah, it's people's like, heads it's getting just snapped. a cough syrup nightmare that you had. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last thing, uh, Superman Year One, number yeah. two, was a really fun issue. It's uh, At the end of number one, Superman goes off to join the Navy. And so number two is him like going through all his naval training and whatnot. And when he's he's like based on some beach somewhere... And he's looking out the distance one morning and seeing these mermaids like jumping in the distance and they're like mm. siren calling him mm-hmm. and ends up being Lori Lamaris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Superman. He was like, uh, 
they were boyfriend and girlfriend yeah. in the Silver Age. <laughs> and this is definitely like he's obsessed with Lori for most of the issue. Ends up like leaving um, the the Navy like one night, goes off in the middle of the night to go basically pursue her. And then when he gets to Atlantis, he's found like a giant submarine has crashed into the city. So he like becomes a legend because he saves Atlantis <laughs> from the submarine. And But then he's got to win permission from Lori's father to date the mermaid. And the, her father is Poseidon, the Greek god. Yeah. And Poseidon I was going to ask if she had any ties to like Atlantis or something. It's or... no Aquaman at all. Yeah. Everyone's okay. like a half mermaid in this. Yeah. I was sort of half surprised mermaid. not to see. <laughs> Yeah. So they've got. Well, I know. It's complicated. It's like they had legs, but barely. Okay. <laughs> they kept calling him frog legged boy. Or I like something. imagining that a half mermaid is like the top half is completely human, and then the bottom no, the top half, half is half like is fish. Bottom half is human. No, the, that's not a half. That's just a reverse. That's a full mermaid. Half, that's just an yeah, opposite mermaid. I gave her a full mermaid. The the half mermaid is like, because a mermaid is already half and half. So a half mermaid is like, it's human all the way down to like your knees. Right. And then oh, okay. fish. So you got the crotch like and everything. Still, yeah, still yeah, yeah. Intact. So then you just have two. That's honestly kind of what it was. <laughs> They're just, you just mermaids with dicks. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Then there, have you also considered how centaurs have? There wasn't any centaurs in the yes, book, but they have, have two rib this. cages. Yes. Have we talked about that before. All right, it's important. Wait, you brought it up, and then because Maddie was talking about every episode, he, Maddie has his man man character, where right. the top half. I've drawn it for him, but I probably won't put it on the, the internet. Top half is a man. Bottom half yeah, is a man. Yeah, but the top half is like a you know brawny centaur looking strong man, and the yeah. bottom half. It, it's just a, a like scrawny like skin and bones man that's barely holding him up <laughs> and there's the penises are in both places so uh, okay. that's good. That's good. <laughs> so it's all taken care of don't worry wow um is that all four things that you read yeah um no i was gonna talk about the new young justice episodes oh well i, I don't want to spoil that for you if you haven't watched yeah, good. this this I t- yesterday is i haven't watched i've there's, watched um, up through uh, uh there's only the, a few more I know the the last one was they went to uh, Granny Goodness's house and cap and took back Nightwing and and nice. uh, Black Lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good. they learn a lot of secrets in the next episode, mm, and then okay. the episode after that, they end up. Um, well, oh, yeah, they you don't storm apocalypse. The but they end up fighting yeah. some apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. it's the okay. original six: Artemis, Aqua, Aquaman. Now. Um, Superboy, Nightwing, Miss Martian, and I'm forgetting. Well, Kid Flash would be. Oh, yeah, the... he died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going right. to say, well, is anyway, this too much of a go. spoiler? Is he back already? Uh, no. Anyway, uh, do you think they'll episode. bring him back? I think um, we've talked about this, but. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. But I don't just, think they're going to kill Barry Allen in a crisis. I don't well, think it's going to be similar. No, but I. In the latest episode, it started off with three Green Lanterns as well. as no. Hal, Guy, and John. And I was mm-hmm. thinking to myself, like, oh, there's no Kyle. But then I was like, oh, yeah, because Hal hasn't done Parallax and right. all that stuff. And Wait, even though really... he doesn't Hal have the the, temp, the gray temples, right? Yeah, like he's, so he's he could close be, to looking yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll, like, do that off screen for the next season or something. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that thing that happened five years in the last skip that we remember did. Remember Parallax? Yeah. <laughs> what good times. Now he's Spectre. <laughs> or something yeah who knows um well, those are well, all i okay. i watched uh i've been trying to watch season oh, three of jessica jones 
Um, I never watched that one or season two. Okay. Well, season one was really good. I really liked it. Yeah. It, was pro- it liked surpassed it Daredevil for me in terms of like, I, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I, I usually, I end up judging shows, quali- shows and movies quality on like how many times it makes me go like, oh shit. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> like moments like how that. How many times it makes you shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, wow. oh my, whoops. I poop in my pants. Gotta, gotta That's go, how many times. Yeah. Change. <laughs> and that show did it 12 times an episode now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, Jessica Jones had, had a lot of, the season one had a lot of uh, episodes that ended with me feeling like that. Yeah. Season two was just man. kind of like, I don't know. It was just blander. I was in season one. I was yeah, like, yeah. while I was watching, What's I was gonna like, happen? I need to go yeah. back home and see what's yeah. happening to Jessica. Yeah, <laughs> see if it's okay. Yeah. I'm sure it was worse for you since your wife's name is Jessica. Oh, oh my God, you're right. Um, <laughs> your real name is Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica her last Jones name is Strecker. That's it. You got it. That's all three names. Um, but season CJS. three has been okay so far i don't there's not really a revelation of like who the bad guy is or anything it's just kind of like i honestly i sat down to I watch episode guy. okay I uh, water. uh you got it yeah i you said <laughs> yeah he's the disney guy no he's, right? he's like the guy ahead of marvel marvel guy right 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 right. yeah like marvel tv who does donates yeah. to um to he who shall not be named mm-hmm. old 45 <laughs> himself damn yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I tried to start season three of this already months late, uh, and I got shows like canceled. half. Uh, yeah, I got like halfway through the first episode, and something happened. I can't remember what, but I didn't finish it. And so then I came back to finish it like a couple weeks ago and couldn't remember what happened. So I rewatched the whole episode, but that was only a couple weeks ago. Today I sat down to watch episode two, could not remember a single thing that happened in episode one. <laughs> so mm. it's like episode two you was sure all you about. You didn't fall in the river and get a concussion. I d- <laughs> I'm pretty sure, as far as I know, but who, who's to say? Uh, <laughs> there's mean, no witnesses. Know. Yeah. I did just wake up on the ground the other day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> episode two water in that i watched today was all about trish walker uh discovering her health powers oh, and cool. kind of like training herself and going on like self-imposed missions and stuff and realizing that she's not maybe cut out for this and whatever but the the, the my biggest takeaway from the episode was that they had a whole uh like montage of her trying on different costumes trying to find her look and they had to do the same thing they do in any of those sequences where they put on the classic cost, co- yeah. comic book costume and then they the go like, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, but they I mean, did that. Fun. Yeah, but they did. Uh, you can see it coming a mile away. They did it. They, she also says, hell no, when she puts it on like Hellcat. Hellcat. And hell. uh, <laughs> yeah, you see. And, <laughs> and but I just left me going like, hey, it's it's modern times. You can wear a costume in a superhero thing. You don't have to two thousands X Men it. Like you can, right? <laughs> you can do whatever. So it was just you kind of bewildering. Two thousand and twenty like, cats it. Yeah, from Hell, the cats movie. Yeah, <laughs> you could just be a CGI cat. I'm sure they had the budget for that. Um, Jessica it's Jones, the Netflix. canceled Netflix show. <laughs> it's Netflix, but it. But I'll probably continue to watch letter. this. All his yeah. money was going to the president. I'll probably continue. Hey, 
don't bring politics into my podcast. We don't. Hey, it's my podcast uh, too. Yeah, this is a true. half centaur, half mermaid <laughs> podcast. I'll be the here. bottom man trying to hold you up, uh, <laughs> which means I have a penis where my face is, but I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I'll probably keep trying to watch it, but it'll be, I'm sure, again, like weeks between me watching episodes. So who knows? Well, but, good luck. Yeah, thank you. Um, we, we have several. Yeah, I should. So we, we have several questions for everyone's trash. Great. So I'll get to them as quick. We can boost through them. This one is from Dr. Winchester. Quick quick idea. What? Can we go green and make it everyone's recycling? Ooh. We got to save the planet, James. <laughs> everyone's... Uh, everyone's compost. Paper, paper straws. Yeah. <clears throat> he's a, uh, he's a Dr. Winch- Winchester, if you could make a Teen Titans movie canon to the DCAU, who would be in it and what would it be about? Like, well, so, I would uh, do something they've never done before. The Judas yes. contract, right? That would be great. I've I've really wanted to see that for a long time. Uh, <laughs> season two of the, of the Two Titans show, the the Judas contract the movie. movie. Now they're doing and, the Outsiders. Uh-huh. Yeah, and no, uh, no I would. I'd like to see. Yeah, uh, I guess just they're the formation or like anything at all. Because <laughs> we don't know anything at all. Uh, I'd like to see when Static meets them someday. Yeah, that would be perfect. Have him have it be a Static Shock movie. See, I think that's how you could do a Static Shock movie. Maybe is Static yeah. versus the Teen Titans or something like that. Like, mm. but do you do a Static Shock property post Dwayne McDuffie, or do you nah. stay away well, from it? I mean, I think you can, and they're trying to. They've been trying to do a live action movie for a while. Right, but. I, 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 I think if day. you got the correct game, got him together. in Young Justice. Yeah, he's, well, he yeah. hasn't been like a main character, but he's still on it. You know. Yeah, I think he um, deserves it. Lego Batman. Does Jimmy McCoy exist in the DCAU? I left this one because I don't know who that is, and I'm hoping you do. Oh, I don't. But I'm searching <laughs> Jimmy McCoy. I'm gonna say Let's no because see. I don't know who it is, but um, we can find out. I'm looking Lego Batman. Uh, it Jimmy might be like a McCoy. Lego movie thing. Hold on. Jimmy McCoy. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy oh, is he, he is he the new Robin? I don't know. In in the Batman Lego Batman? I don't know, man. <laughs> I really wish I had an answer for it. I can move on while you look. I can do a different question while you look. <laughs> um, no, I think we should just stall, you know? Yeah, he is. He's the the very nerdy looking Batman. Or oh. Robin. Isn't it? I thought that was supposed to be Dick Grayson. It's not. I don't think so. Okay. Well, I you know. I mean. Anyway. Yeah. We don't. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Not canon to the DCAU, but definitely canon to Lego Batman. Yeah. (laughs) Who? Who? You heard it here first. DCAU Mixaplik is canon to that world. That's true. He's always the same one. Canon to every world. Someone asked was asking that I think on the Discord the other day of like so if I draw a picture of Mr. McYesper like he's the same Mr. McYesper like that was in Superman the animated series we're like yes absolutely <laughs> of course yep. yep all right this one yeah. is from Nicholas Universe he says I have a question what are your guys' pitch for a DCAU movie or TV show we are <laughs> this just happened uh, mine would probably be a Robin show introducing the undercover secret Robin Jason Todd who is Batman's Ooh. undercover agent only at fourteen years old who would feed him info about Waller or other stuff. 
I would make Jason a Robin by the past three months before Grayson quits, and in present day, Nightwing and Tim find out about Jason, which leads to Tim quitting, and both Nightwing and Robin go on a journey to find Jason, only to find out that they are being followed by Deathstroke, or maybe Joker and Harley, but I prefer Deathstroke. Me too. I'm imagining Jason hiding in Waller's laundry basket in the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't hand her a towel. He He gets a towel thrown on him when she's out of the shower. Yeah, she's He's just, you know, like, uh, uh. <laughs> could have like various Justice League Unlimited scenes where we see it from his perspective. He so he's like, time. yeah, he's just like lying, like lying plank underneath uh, Luthor's like Amazo 2 table in that yes. room. And Waller comes in like to shoot it to smithereens and he's just lying under there, like trying to keep perfectly still and not die. <laughs> And just a bunch of different scenes. I really like that towel thing. <laughs> and then, like, maybe he hides in Waller's garage, and she goes to her car, and he gets really scared because he sees yeah. a crowbar on her, on her, <laughs> like, on a tool. Yeah, there's a, a wink to the audience there, a little oh. Easter egg. <laughs> He's very scared of crowbars <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, know um, what I would actually like to see, but I kind of like that, I guess. Uh, as a like comedic movie, see, I mean, I mean, I've talked before about like a season set in uh, Justice League, like beyond, like the JLU from uh, from the Beyond timeline would be really cool. Yeah, um, anything with them more, I think they deserve another story or two. Yeah, for and then sure. like bringing in some of the original seven and seeing them as old people. And then, yeah, like, and it'd be interesting if they got. Yeah, she's not in John the Justice Stewart. Lords universe for sure. Jessica so. Cruz. What's a uh, super? Would Superman be Christopher McDonald or would he be George Newbern? Who knows? Yes, yeah. we would find out. Um, I put out a thing on the Discord asking for questions because we only had those three, so there's a bunch of them. Uh, Cade Man, why isn't Static in the league during Unlimited? Because he is too young. Dentoon's comic, what's so sinister about Aglets? Uh, Aglets. Have you ever uh, used Aglets? Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried them, man? Have you? Have you, though? <laughs> you mean like the drug, the street drug aglets? No, I mean on your shoes. Oh, used them. <laughs> yeah, they're true yeah, they're here every day. They're right untouching them. Mm. Their yeah. true purpose is sinister. I'm not sure. I guess they can, maybe because they confine you. They they're contain... wrapped in plastic. Oh, my God. They're wrapped in plastic. Everyone's recycling. Everyone's uh, <laughs> recycling. Everyone's compost. Bob the random guy who changed his name to Watchtower Data Bob because nice. I changed my name from DCAU Watchtower to just J- JT Strecker because I wanted to be more personable. And he had to go and change it to Watchtower Data Bob. <laughs> he says if they, if there's a Data Boy deathmatch, who would be the last one standing? <laughs> well, so a fight between me. you being Maddie. Uh, why? I mean, have y'all survived a waterfall? you keep bringing it up as a good point it's a good point um i'm i'm not saying i'm invincible but i mean you are like a foot shorter than me and maddie but i I don't think that helped i think it helped there was less body mass to to (laughs) yeah buoyancy something like that Uh, data buoyancy i think maybe maddie would stand a chance he's got streets he's he's been on the streets you know he's got He's got the the skills of a of a fighter. Uh, he's got the the warrior spirit. I don't know. He can tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The man can tweet. I mean, make him president. You know. <laughs> Maddie for Maddie for president. Twenty twenty. President. He can tweet. 
Um, yeah, that's your only. That's the only uh, qualification. I mean, uh, apparently. Ian W. He's one of our patrons. Uh, current Marvel slash Sony news of Spider-Man probably getting ejected from the MCU. Yeah, we talked about that. Out. Ian, keep up, Ian. Uh, ejected. That's a yeah, first verb. That is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's too it's too much. There's no ejector seat in the Stark suit. No. no. Um, okay, let's see. Da, 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 da. They're talking about that for a long time. Ticket the Dog says, what is your favorite DCAU Batman costume? Ooh. I'm torn between BTAS and JL Batsuits. I don't like the TNBA one that much. It's too bland. I'm thinking back on my action figure collection and all the uh, funky suits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Night Striker Batmobile. I got yes. um I've got there the the one with the bat got, wing like the little wing set that he had it was a right. blue figure and yeah, he had yeah little gauntlets yeah I like that one <laughs> I had I had a handful that were yeah those weird like scuba ones and stuff yeah <clears throat> I think I had one that was shown on the Discord recently it was like a he's completely like bright teal colored and he's got like hmm. white lightning bolts all over him it was oh, like a wow. weird like I don't know he's meant for some electricity purpose or something. <laughs> but I had a Batman Beyond that was kind of like that, but he had red eyes and a purple cowl and like a white hmm. suit with green aspects of it. He almost looked like the Batman of Zurinar. The Batman like Beyond figures were always like extremely muscular and weird and like not yeah. in the same style as the show, but they, they had always had like the graphics from the show. Firewall Robin or whatever. yeah, yeah. That's probably not what it's called. The joke, the Joker one that's yeah. That freeze that was a giant head with the spider legs. Yeah, and I've got a blight that from that too. That's yeah, he's just a big just green naked? see-through thing. <clears throat> oh no my clothes. goodness! It's like Doctor um, Yeah, correct. Um, are there characters, this is from Marvel King, are there characters you wish showed up in JLU? I know they had a lot of characters in there already, but still, um, yeah, more. Well, the, the real Starman. Yeah. <laughs> the real. Not Prince Gavin. Jimmy Robinson. Uh, I'd like to see, uh, more of the Dakotaverse characters. The, yeah, what do you, whatchamacallit's, what's Tim that Drake. universe called? The Dakotaverse. Oh, yeah, Miles. Yeah, Miles. Icon and Rocket. <clears throat> that would have been cool. Yeah, just like they're in, they're in Young Justice a lot. Uh, Blue Beetle would have been cool to see it. Right. A Blue Beetle, any of Plastic them? Man. <laughs> yeah, but we don't need to stretch it, guys. Right, that's true. Um, Maddie Washburn, are you stand up, guys? I am here. Yes. Hello, James. I lost you. Hello. Oh, are, hey, you're back. Okay. Okay. Skipping that. Um, the uh, the elongated man was in uh, the most recent Young Justice episode. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Guy calls him long, elongated man. He's like, it's elongated man. <laughs> it's like, okay, oh, that okay. guy Gardner. Yep. What a kooky man. Uh, Maddie Washburn asks, "Are you stand-up guys?" Uh, yeah, I'd Maddie say so. Washburn. I mean, you He's should. One know. episode away from being one of the twelve of all likes. I thought though? it was today. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be this episode. But yeah. There's a. Uh, maybe I'll bring that up toward the end of the episode. Is the 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 yeah yeah, yeah. the number the numbering. Up. Um, <clears throat> da, 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 Watchtower Data Bob is the only reason Rubber Band Man isn't in the league because they don't need three stretchy guys. They don't even need two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they definitely joke. don't need three. Uh, <laughs> Dentoon's comic since Get Martian Manhunter can shape shift, does he count as a stretchy guy? Yes. He can shape change, you yes. asshole. Yeah, he's still a stretchy guy. <laughs> he's no, we, they he's not. Have their own Justice League <clears throat> stretchy guys. Yeah, the stretchy league. Yeah, it would the be stretch, led stretch. by Manhunter. And it would have elongated yeah. man, plastic yeah. man, plastic rubber man. band man, rubber band man, yeah, 
And anybody else? Madame Rogue, uh, maybe, from the Brotherhood of Evil? 2D man from the future. She's a stretchy lady. Time traveling. He got sucked into that fan in Heroes, and then Mr. he got Fantastic. blasted out into time. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic from Marvel Comics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the giant snake from Paradise Lost. The, um, the slinky <laughs> dog from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a great team. <laughs> I, think we, I think we gotta figure it out. Who's, who's the muscle of this team? I guess <laughs> it's Slinky. <laughs> John is telepathically telling a a toy dog. <laughs> to, All right, you got it, John. And he goes down into this. He, he's always like listening he's always getting them out of winter. windows and stuff. He's always he's always pulling yes. things out of windows and car doors and whatnot. <laughs> And then John Stewart arrives, and they're like, "What is this? We don't need two stretchy guys." Golly, Why, are Bob Bobby. Why are there eight stretchy guys here? Um, okay, uh, let's see. Oh, continuing. Plastic Man's son, Offspring. I forgot about him. Uh, what? Guy. Offspring. Plastic Man has a is. son whose superhero name is Offspring, which is weird. Dentoon's comic. Can you help me on my algebra homework? Yes. Uh, no, I can't for sure. I can solve for X. Maddie said, I just tried to do some in my head, but then I stopped because <laughs> he actually sent a screenshot of his algebra homework. <laughs> X-Men solve for X. <laughs> yeah, just it's always two. The answer is always two. Not um, no. If I can get past. No, it's not. <laughs> That's not correct, James. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's 42. Uh, watch our data, Bob. I really hope the next podcast is just James and Ted doing high school algebra. Honestly, yeah. Kind of right <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I got one for you. 2 opposite... equals 10. <clears throat> what is X? It's an easy one. 5. Yeah. You Damn. Did you did it. Congrats. You know, I know right. the quadratic equals equation. 9. What's that? 3. Yay, hey, I know that stop James. Listen, I know the quadratic <laughs> equation. It's yeah, okay. negative so B more plus or minus square root of B squared minus four A C all over two A. Yeah. Pimdas. I mean, hopefully everyone heard that. Tinstoffel. Is there anything else? I in remember here? all they, my They're just continuing to talk about algebra. <laughs> Do you remember Tinstoffel? That's that's more like <clears throat> geopolitics. Okay. Gabby There's Ramirez. No such thing as a free lunch. That's what's Gabby Ramirez says, what would you guys change about the DCAU? Like, what's the ideal DCAU in your minds? Uh, JLU that didn't not have Batman stuff. Zeta Project uh, Season 3. Zeta Project Season 3. Zeta Project Season 3. Uh, That's the main change. And Mac that Maxi, may be on Season 4. That'd be great, too. Yeah. Maxi had said, change the Riddler to look like he did in The Batman. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Uh, Gamora, this is the last one. Gamora, if Terry and Bruce Wayne had a tequila drinking contest, who would win? How many deer? Oh, sorry, this is two questions. Okay, so <laughs> if Terry and Bruce Wayne had a tequila drinking contest, who would win? Uh, probably Bruce, but he he might have liver failure, so it might maybe he would would lose. I don't know. Well, it depends. Does this bottle of tequila have a scorpion at the bottom of it? Because mm. most do, not all of them, and not even most of them, but some do. And Bruce has built up his body against antitoxins for the longest right. time. Right, yeah. So I'd also have to assume during all his worldly it. travels, he's probably Terry's had also a bunch underage. of drinking content. Yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> Terry's like maximum 18 or something by the end of the show. So but there's... for all we know, drinking laws have changed by the future. If it's epilogue versions of these characters, Terry definitely wins because Bruce is going to die any second. And if you can um, die for your country, you can drink that's for your true, country. Yeah. That's what I've yeah. always said. That's the rule. 
the second question, how many deer could an unarmed, no power ring John Stewart take on in a fight before he is overwhelmed? Like reindeer? <laughs> I, yeah, flying D-E-E-R. Sanitary? I do. I don't know why this is a question, but it's fucking great. Uh, <laughs> uh, how many de- <laughs> do you, you know what you call a deer with no eyes, no mouth, n- no feet? I don't. I have no idea. I got no idea. <sighs> um, I'd say at least two. <laughs> um, so this is like a John Stewart. I'm, I'm with- sorry. <laughs> let me get this straight. what's the scenario again so, so okay. john stewart's got a fully charged power ring no 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 he's got no no, no. powering unarmed no completely powering. how oh. how many deer could he take so he on before he's overwhelmed and stumps for arms yeah i think that's no what arms. they mean yeah he doesn't have any arms either so yeah <laughs> um i guess just two legs a head how much hair does he have? Is this like bald John Stewart? Yeah, it's goatee? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which it, it depends. <laughs> I think it must be post goatee because yeah. When did he lose his arms? We didn't see that. He had post goatee. So you think this is after jail? Yeah, you're right. So maybe he shaved his goatee and his head. Yeah, and his. Do you think arms he can blend clean in off. with them? Do you think he can blend in with the deer and then assimilate <laughs> into their culture? <laughs> And then take them down. And then the just, yeah, then just to take them down one by one on like a covert I gorilla attack. I bet he's able to use his mouth to collect a bunch of ticks. And then when he gets <laughs> to the deer society, he just releases all the ticks at the deer. <laughs> Why is this a question? Why is this a thing? <laughs> the, I've got the answer. So, so it's any, it's any amount. It's all yeah, the deer. As long as he can keep the ticks in his mouth the ticks ha- or he uh, can the- use his feet he can maybe get like a big foot full like use one foot like a hand yeah and just get a bunch of that fill one. his foot maybe with he ticks. can just take the the yeah get the ticks with his feet and put them in a bucket yeah and then just drag it behind him with one of his feet or maybe wear it around his neck how do you get it on his neck he ducked his head oh okay yeah under, no, you know kind of a where do you get the bucket the, the kind of motion <laughs> did he, he come with a bucket from the store james <laughs> <laughs> he just goes an armless goateeless john stewart goes into the store he says you know get me a bucket i gotta kill a bunch of deer and they're like oh it sounds reasonable i've gotta collect yeah. a bunch of ticks first <laughs> to kill a bunch of deer because that is what oh, must happen? Oh boy! But they're, well, they're they are deer though that must have been like coerced by the Sinestro Corps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so or, they're, or the red, they're, they're, red the deer. We failed to mention the deer have fully charged power rings. <laughs> <laughs> this, they work for it, it adds an entire another level to this. Okay, this has been twelfth level intellect. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I hope you had a good time. Blackest day did. and brightest night. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to come up with the deer core oath. Um, <laughs> no tick shall escape. Us. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what John is saying to himself to keep him in the in the zone as he's for looking those for who tick. guide Santa on Christmas night. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Beware my power, Rudolph's light. Yeah. <laughs> it's the rudolph core oh my god okay the show's over uh this podcast is out whenever we feel like it because <laughs> sometimes we do it live and sometimes we don't uh i okay i was gonna mention yeah we, we ted and i have been talking about the future of the podcast 
Uh, we're probably going to get to episode 52 so that we've done roughly a year. It would be exactly a year two if not years. for the fact that I think we're like, exactly a, or yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Years. Sorry. Two years. Yes. So done it bi-weekly. Because um, I, th- yeah, bi-weekly geekly. I think that we're off by a couple of weeks at this point. So it wouldn't be exactly two weeks or two years, but it will be close. Um, and that will hopefully be Maddie's inauguration right before we decide to not do it Episode for a little bit. 52. <laughs> 52. So we'll, um, we'll inaugurate it's also a number. We'll, we'll cancel the show. Back what? to back. Not yeah, cancel yeah. the show, but take a hiatus. Yeah, exactly. Probably because yeah. it's just, you know, three is a crowd. Right. So, yeah, we got to have our Flashpoint style reboot uh, after 52 episodes. It'll be the new so 52. That, and we will have the new 52, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should just always do 52 episodes and then <laughs> reboot it in some fashion. Um, new 52. Yeah, the reason why we're the main reason why we're doing that is because the viewership on this, there is a solid core viewership for this um, that we definitely don't want to take it away. (laughs) Hey, but but we (laughs) the solid core, but we don't want to. So we don't want to get rid of it, but we we're trying to figure out better or ways to make it better, ways to make it uh, more better. Yeah, things that people would enjoy more. Be bad at being better. If you have ideas, if you're listening to this, and you ideas. have thoughts, ideas on how to uh, how to up the Sorry, up the I'm game a little bad. bit, you have format up. changes or time changes, or you know maybe get rid of James and have it only be Ted, anything like that, um, we'll just throw it, throw it at us. You can email us at info at uh, You can at us on various social media, DCAU Watchtower. Um, that's also how you can send stuff in for everyone's recycling. Uh, well, let's compost. <clears throat> there's uh i want to give a shout out to adam mullen for the music at the top of this he's at musica-atomica.com also shout outs to uh, uh the echidna power and orion the star hog they've been helping us with the live shows uh it remains to be seen what nice sh- how break. much we'll be doing yeah we'll we'll figure it out it'll 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 be it'll be just you know yeah, this was not a podcast originally, even so, <laughs> it'll it'll come back in some form. Um, thank you for listening. This is on iTunes and YouTube and WatchtowerDatabase.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so you don't miss anything, including all of the cool videos we're doing on uh, stuff. They've got like a yeah. story a storyline running through it uh, that Maddie and I are concocting. Um, that I won't I'm reveal. I'm along for the ride. Of. Yeah, Ted's part of it, but he's just kind of he's doing what he is instructed. They just tell me what to do, and I do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's mostly it's because like every day, almost Maddie and I will be like, "Oh shit, what if we added this cool ass thing?" And then (laughs) then we do that. I'm glad that the stuff with the geese didn't happen. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think I don't even know what that was truly. I think, but well, that was uh, from the video where you and I meet for the first time. I was talking about how you had an underground goose smuggling operation oh, in the fifties or something. Stop. Stop. Oh, sorry. Come on. That was on the demo. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I also didn't know what any of that goose stuff was. Um, conduct it all up, James. Sorry, I can edit this part out. I won't. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/DCAUWatchtower. <laughs> You can vote for videos. You can see videos a day early, <clears throat> most of the time, uh, and you Just can produce money. You can, yeah, you, you can give us money there. That's that's what it is. That's Patreon. <laughs> there's also there's a loot crate affiliate code in the description of this video. If you want to buy a loot crate, if you're thinking about it, you're like loot crate looks cool. 
click the link in our description to go buy it, and then we get a little tiny bit of that money. And there's also what? What do you get? You'd also get a loot crate. Um, whatever you want. Yeah, pirate's booty. Flute. Flute. Yeah, we should start flute crate. Oh, that's cool. Where you get a new flute, a brand new really expensive flute every single like a month champagne flute it could be different types of flutes. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> it'll always be different flutes i got it yeah this is this is flutes and we're gonna stop the 12th level intellects podcast so that we can do flute crate <laughs> it's our new genius business plan. In our business yeah. <laughs> get all the flutes someone's gonna take that now uh, <coughs> oh, no one's gonna take, take that um teespring.com slash stores slash dcau watchtower that's where you get our t-shirts that's where you get those phone cases it may be spring but don't you want a nice new shirt for the fall yeah tea fall tea winter you get the sweatshirts for winter i think that's all the stuff that i have to say so do you have any closing thoughts i got nothing um but if y'all i don't know stay dry just stay dry don't fall. Don't, don't go don't chasing go waterfalls. Don't go swimming. Stick to the rhythms and the lakes, rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Keep your okay. head up, guys. You you got this. Go go out there and seize that dry day of life. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but I really don't think you could follow the reasoning of a 12th level intellect such as my own. Guess not. The 12th Level Intellects podcast is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Visit watchtowerdatabase.com for more podcast episodes, videos, comics, artwork, and pretty much anything DC Animated Universe you can think of.